radio station, WHIP. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to In Demand. I'm John, and I'm I'm back, but we don't have Maya. Maya is off doing what she got to do. So this show is dedicated to you. We miss you, Maya. But with that said, I have two co-hosts with me, and I'm really excited to share. So do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Hey, guys. My name is Jennifer. <laughs> and my name is Miguel. And yes, Jennifer and Miguel. Jennifer is my cousin. Hey, hey. Our dads, our brothers, <laughs> and Miguel, that's Jennifer's boyfriend. What's up, what's up? He's family, too. So <laughs> it's going to be a really interesting show. I'm excited for this hour. I feel like it's going to be really, really fun and stuff. So I'm ready to get into it. But I just want to know about your week. So how was you guys' week? Um, well, I I go to Penn State. Ooh, <laughs> Penn State. Blue and white. No, I'm kidding. But um, you know, so I'm in college. So this week was a little intense. Got a got two exams on Monday. So you know, just oh geez. studying for that. <laughs> yeah. So last week, Maya and I were talking about like the slump of like the semester, and I feel like a lot of my friends around campus, like we've been feeling like that. Oh, yeah. That semester stress. So has it hit you, too? It's definitely, it's at that time of the semester where it's, like, very stressful. Oh, gosh. You know, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, me too. There's this one particular class, the business of media. I'm not a fan of it at all. Uh, I was stressing about this financial financial paper. I think I was telling you about it. Like, you saw me writing. (laughs) All these numbers, it was really annoying, but I aced it with a 100. Nice. Just found, yeah. So I was, like, I was so happy. I'm, like that was like a big relief now we have an exam this week that i'm stressed about but that test did help me boost my grade up so i'm 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 feeling okay, a little yeah, good yeah, today good good yeah miguel how was your week my week was good um you know it was kind of cold this week i forgot what day it was but it was really <laughs> cold that day yeah. and the crazy change like yeah my body was not getting used to that so you know it was good um d- got into audiobooks interestingly oh like, what audiobooks are you reading? um paulo coelho yeah oh, um the about? alchemist what's yeah, that about so good um so basically like i don't look <laughs> <laughs> um I don't no, know. I, I just it, got though. started, but um, it. yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Um, oh. I'd rather talk about it like when I actually like know right, like, more in depth. Yeah, about that book. Ooh. But it's really good. Yeah, I'll have to dive into the audiobook. I like the idea of audiobook books or whatever, but I haven't. I don't know how do how does it sound like? Do you actually feel like you're reading, or does it sound like a podcast format? I don't. I don't think I've ever experienced an audio book. It's different. It's very different. You know, I like to actually hold the physical book in my hand. I don't even like ebooks, to be honest. Okay. Like, I like it in my hand while I'm turning the pages because right. I actually feel like I'm reading. So, like, my brain is, like, engaged more. Yeah. So, when I'm listening to an audiobook, it, like, you know, it takes more time for you to, like, um, like really, like, I don't know, like, how would I say like, get the information? You know, you got to, right. like, listen to it, like, two, three times rather mm-hmm. than reading the book. You're actually, like, taking more time to get the information inside of your um in your in your brain and stuff so yeah I feel like it's cool too though you know you're going to work going to yeah. school you're driving whatever just you know put on that that audiobook and you're you're listening to it oh yeah the convenience yeah, yeah. is crazy <laughs> like yeah um but that reminds me like with class too because none of my classes this semester require a textbook and yeah it's lit because you don't have to pay for a textbook yeah. but it's a little annoying because they're just sending us all these links for books so we're just like oh 
here's a link for this. Sometimes it doesn't open and <laughs> juggling links. <laughs> yeah. And it's just hard to keep up with when it comes to like in terms of like online stuff. It was a text mm-hmm. will be easy. Chapter this, chapter that. Right. But like right. trying to figure out, oh, what's what's the link to this? Mm-hmm. Oh, this author took it down and whatnot. It just makes it a little bit more harder. But with that said, we're going to catch you up on everything that happened this week. So let's go to our top five films from last weekend. I'm just opening up. We're using RottenTomatoes.com. I know some people like Rotten Tomatoes. Some people don't. But anyway, coming in at number five was The Addams Family. Number four was Harriet. I have not seen Harriet. Mm. Um, I heard it was good. It's sitting at a 70 per- 72% average on tomato. Number three was Maleficent. Number two was The Joker. And number one was Terminator Dark Fate. I'm surprised that Terminator got good reviews, honestly. Right. Because these That's reboots so and stuff, they don't do well sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really surprised. But with The Joker, it is. it was crowned as the most profitable comic book movie of all time that's and crazy i think that's that's really interesting i think it costs around 35 to 60 million dollars to make but their profit like they're climbing like they're reaching almost a billion dollars and it hasn't even been wow. open for like two months yeah. or i think they just reached a two-month uh release or like stretch in their box office so i, I definitely can reach it i need to see it <laughs> oh you haven't seen it no i have so, yeah. not seen it so like, how i describe joker is just like a it's a very twisted dark movie like you have to be it's an origin story and you follow this character but you have to remember this is the joker so right. you're building up to this character so the ending is not what you th- what you would expect a film to be because sometimes i forgot you know you're it was a Joker film. It felt like an 80s movie, but when you when you get to the end, it was like, yeah, I forgot what movie this was, and well, they like remind you quickly. give us that perspective, though. Yeah. You know? Like, I hate it when it's just, like, one-sided, like, the perspective. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, um, what was it? Uh, Infinity Wars. Like, yeah. you know, if you could see it by different um, perspectives, you could see it from the heroes, and you could see it from Thanos. Yeah. Like, you could see it from both, both uh, perspectives, and I think that's amazing. I love it when movies do that. Yeah, and Marvel, they're doing something that I knew, like no other studio is doing with this connected universe. But uh, DC, they're doing this dark stuff. Birds of Prey is coming out. And oh, it's so gonna be, I think it's going to be rated <laughs> R as well. So, like, DC, get it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. I just geeked out for, for a little bit. Let's move on to our music. So, on the Billboard charts, we have Selena Gomez. She scored her number one, her first number one single ever on the billboards and it's lose you to love me wow. and i'm kind of happy for her because you know she's kind of i feel like this is going to be the next phase of selena like there's going to be like a pre-selena and i feel like yeah, yeah. this new one is going to be the one that we know like mm-hmm. from this point on this is going to mm-hmm. be yeah she's a, about. i feel like you know once you reach like that certain age like you know around like your like tw- mid 20s i want to say like you know you kind of stop like caring you you want to pe- you want people to see like who you are right like yeah. so i feel like we see that a lot in music you know we start seeing people's true colors around like their mid 20s and stuff yeah i feel that way you know i don't know about you guys yeah i think science says that the brain is fully developed around 26 27 and the last album she put out we talk about selena gomez a lot on the show i don't know why but (laughs) we just do i have no idea but we just always come back to her because i think you know she has a lot going for her right now and uh 
yeah, she just has a lot going for her for now. And I think this is just a really important mark in her career specifically. So kudos to her for mm-hmm. a number one hit. She's also the first act ever to have a number one song on the Billboard charts and the Rolling Stone charts at oh, the same wow. time. Because the Rolling Stone charts, that's, you know, they're trying to, I guess, rival the Billboard. Yeah, yeah. So this is a new chart. Oh, oh well, you get it, one. Selena. <laughs> number two is Someone You Loved. Number three, Post Malone Circles. Number four, Senorita, uh, Sean Mendes, Camila Cabello. And number five, Truth Hurts. But right behind that is Good As Hell. And Lizzo is also pretty interesting, too, because uh, Truth Hurts and Good As Hell, they came out years ago. Years mm-hmm. ago, yeah. Good As Hell was three years ago. Like, it came out even before Truth Hurts. Mm-hmm. Truth Hurts was 2017. Good As Hell was uh, three years ago. And she's doing her thing and I think that's just hustle you know she hasn't had to record a song in a minute and she's just living off of these records that came out years ago and they're getting the hype yeah that's amazing and I'm excited to see what she's gonna build off new after this and she already has all the fan base and stuff so what she's gonna be putting up forward is gonna be pretty pretty freaking interesting yeah I'm Mm -hmm. excited yeah so we just talked about Selena we're going to take a little break. We're going to play her, the song that got her to the top. This is Lose Me or Lose You to Love Me with Selena Gomez. Only on, in demand on WHIP, Philly's number one college radio station. If you want to call us, I forgot, 215-204-WHIP. If you want to text us, I don't think the texting is working, but you can try. 267-625-2447. And we'll be right back. You're tuned in to Philly's number one college radio station, WHIP. You are back with In Demand. I'm John. Jennifer. Miguel. <laughs> we are back and just got to talk about stuff that's going on. So if I want to talk about Sky Jackson for a little bit. If you guys don't know who she is, I think she started off on Disney Channel, yeah, the did. show Jesse, and she just became like a social media like meme and like, you know, she just she really clapping back. Yeah, like she's known <laughs> for her claps. Uh, so she tweeted out, <laughs> she tweeted out, when I turn 18 in five months, uh, I don't want to hear she's trying to be grown anymore. I will be grown. <laughs> so I don't know where that came from, but she she tweeted that out. But that had me thinking. And Jennifer and I, we had a conversation last night or two nights ago about this. Is like, what? Like, was that our mindset at 18? So I'm going to talk about, like, my, my perspective for a little bit. So I turned 18 on camp like as a freshman in college many years ago uh back in 2012 i celebrated yeah on campus and my thought was yeah i'm an adult you know we i went to like a frat party i think and you know i had fun with my friends and i don't think i was a full adult i didn't because i didn't consider myself grown because i was with a bunch of crazy college kids but I guess being the way we were raised too, it was just like, you're not really grown yet. Yeah, especially, you know, I'm Dominican, so all of my Latinos know right. how, you know, our parents can be, you know, yeah, you're turning 18, but to them, we're like still six years old. Basically. Exactly. <laughs> they hit us with a, mira muchacho. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what it is. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, right now, if you're not married with like 10 kids yet, you're not 
you're not an adult yet. Yeah. And no. you're not obligated to do anything until you have a ring on your finger. You're and still you're under you're, my house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I feel like I feel like being 18 is a little underrated, especially now. Yeah, I agree. Because kids do so much anywhere. And I feel like there's nothing there's nothing unknown about being an 18 year old because all right so before i turned 18 social media was still popping but like it wasn't to the extreme now there wasn't all these podcasts you know it wasn't mainstream but now kids growing up in this day and age they have access to everything you can live vicariously through people so even if kids aren't drinking uh partying or whatever they're getting exposed to all that yeah you're looking at youtube videos or whatever you can see real life college students do this thing do these things and you're living vicariously through them before you even get a chance to do it so i mean i guess she's gonna be grown you know whatever that means for her congratulations to sky jackson but then again what is grown like what is grown like yeah culturally yeah culturally meaning like how would you define grown john I mean, grown, really, uh, let's be real. You're paying some bills. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're adulting. It's adult, adult world. I mean, she's going to be 18. You have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. She's going to turn 18. Um, you know, she's in the limelight. She's a celebrity. Yeah. I just feel like maybe her grown is, you know, stepping away from that Disney image. Maybe right. that's what she means. You know? Oh, I feel a really good look at it yeah yeah and we can we saw her in panini the video with Lil Nas X she was like the lead female oh I didn't see that yeah it was really interesting I forgot to put that in the show notes but yeah she was featured in the music video she he was like chasing her around the world it was like a futuristic world and she's like whatever and like she was like creeped out by Lil Nas X just following her around and whatnot but yeah I guess you you brought up a point yeah being a celebrity it is different I guess adulthood and a lot of Disney stars, their adultish is breaking away from them. That Disney image, whether you decide to go the Miley Cyrus route and just go to the extreme, or maybe it's like a Selena route where you gradually work your way off of it or like a Zendaya and just be a boss. Cause yeah, yeah, like I think Zendaya is doing it perfectly. And I think she transitioned really well into I think she's on that HBO show. Yeah. I forgot. What is that uh, called? Euphoria. Yeah. Yeah. I only seen the first episode, but I heard it's really good. You know it who is. else I think? Ariana Grande. She's good. Oh. She's Nickelodeon, but she yeah. transitioned really well, too. Right? Yeah. Like, But I think Nickelodeon stars, they get a little bit more leeway. More freedom. So okay. Yeah. It's not like, I feel like with Disney kids, it's more like, you know, they have to be these perfect little children. And yeah. Isn't I don't that know. interesting? Yeah. Right? I feel mm-hmm. like they're polished to be this to be a certain way and so do you think that's why they have like that 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 identity crisis then like you know like they don't know what to do what route Mm -hmm. to take you know well the jonas brothers they uh before they came back out they released a documentary on amazon finding happen happiness and whatnot and it was just talking about them coming back together and they did mention like in their disney age like you that's what you have to be and that's why when a lot of disney stars step away from there they have to do something the total opposite so i see you know nick jonas going going left and they all did pretty well the jones brothers i feel like they didn't do anything too crazy but you try to go to the extreme like maybe it's like taking off your purity rings they said like disney kind of not forced them but they said it looks good that's what you're known for and they didn't really care about it 
Right. But like um, the indirect, I guess, peer pressure. Like yeah. They, no one, I guess, really told them anything, but they felt like pressured yeah. to do all And I that. think the whole thing when Vanessa Hutchins, when her scandal happened oh, on yeah, Disney, yeah. well, like when High School Musical happened, like didn't hurt. Like there was new photos that were leaked. Mm-hmm. She, they, I think Joe Jonas said that the heads of Disney said, you know, this happened. Don't be like that. Like they kind of like warned them. Well, look, I would have done just like Nick Jonas. <laughs> I would have been flying <laughs> like, hey, hello. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like overall they end up they end up being fine. I don't feel like no one's too crazy. I mean, Lindsay kind of went off the realm, off the rails a little bit, but now she's back. She got her little MTV show. Mm-hmm. Like, she's doing good. And yeah, that's that's that. Moving on, Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. So this thing kind of went viral. So someone decided to go on YouTube and do a mashup of Selena Gomez's Lose You to Love Me and Justin Bieber's Sorry. But it actually sounds really good. I think it's great. It's a, it's re- a hit. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it sounds really sad, we too. We got a hit, guys. It sounds like they're singing to, to each other. Yeah. So I actually want to play it for you guys who are listening in. So if you guys haven't listened to this mashup, it's available on YouTube. We'll tweet it out at Radio In Demand. Forgot to mention that. Follow us at Radio In Demand on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to be posting links all week long until our next show. And, um, yeah, so we're going to play this little clip or this clip. It's a mashup of Lose You to Love Me and Sorry from Justin Bieber. And I think it's actually pretty darn good. I really liked it. Like, I was in here jamming. <laughs> I really liked it. That was really good. Yeah. So, I'm so... I don't know who thought of that, but it's popping. I think, I don't know where the views are sitting at at YouTube. It's a couple million, but yeah. Or their YouTube video, it says thanks for the two million views. Wow, so that's insane. They also say, you know, some fun facts. They're talking about how both of the songs reached number one on Billboard, and both of the songs were actually written by Julia Michaels and Justin oh. Tranner. So the "Lose You to Love Me" and "Sorry" were both written. Whoa, so I think that's interesting. You know, that's really that's interesting. Awesome. And they're close friends too. Julia yeah. Michaels is close friends with both Selena and Justin. Oh, okay. So that's very interesting thing about that same songwriter wrote wrote both of those songs. Yeah. Whoa. Because so <laughs> no, I guess because sorry was about her. Uh, sorry was obviously about Selena. I think he mentioned that on the Ellen interview that this song was you know for her and whatnot. And um, this yeah, song is ob- or Selena's song is obviously about Justin. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was Clara's day, but she said moving forward. I know she has an upcoming album. She said this is it. Like. You know, her, like cool. this, yeah. these first two songs are about, you know, it's just giving the fans what they wanted because of her, the rest of the album isn't mm-hmm. like that. So she said, This is like, okay, I'm releasing new music, but you guys want me to talk about this. So here's but the, after that. I'm done. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and I think her fans will forever link her to Justin. Jaleena she has forever. the best fans. Yeah. <laughs> I love her fans. Selena they go Gomez hardcore. fans. Yeah, like yeah. she got her little like what is it? Beyonce, that Beyonce says her her beehive. The beehive. Yeah, yes. like, I think her fans are called the Selenators. I think so. But like that. I'm not to a point, these celebrity <laughs> names are just really weird. Ariana's <laughs> fan base. They're called like the Ariana Arianators. Something. Yeah. Be believers. I think that was pretty cool. I like believers. Lady Gaga's are what the little monsters. Little monsters yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Kesha's, Kesha's are the animals. 
Really? I think she calls her. I mean, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Animals, whoa. It's really weird. I, I don't know who else has fan base. Oh, Katie Katz. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's for Katie, Katie Perry. Perry's. Yeah. I think that's it. The, the, the Beehive Beyonce. Be- but beehive. there was also some type of, not beef. Really, the beef is between, I guess, the fan base. Because the, um, Little Kim is also Beehive. Oh, really? Yeah. Because she calls herself the Queen Bee. I mean, she oh, calls herself Queen, okay. you know, Queen Bee. But I don't know. I guess um, Beyonce's fans decided to do yeah. Beehive as well, and um, there was like this thing going on, like oh. no Beyonce's Beehive, and like and no. they do not hold back on YouTube. Oh no, no, no. Beyonce's fans are. I'm terrified of them. Oh honestly. yeah, oh yeah. If you go, yo, you say one wrong thing, right. even I don't like this song. What? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I think there were people coming at the Lion King because it wasn't that well, but her fans were like, yo. No, you know, they, even if it was trash, their fans will or her fans will be like, "No, that was the greatest movie of all time." Oh, just because it's it's her. Yeah. I mean, fandoms and crazy fandoms in general are really crazy. Last yeah. week we talked about um, Taylor Swift fans coming at Selena Gomez because she posted a video. Or she posted herself in Kim Kardashian's like oh, Skims her thing. Oh, shapewear line, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her fans were just that's like, "Too much. That's yeah. extra. Like, that's so extra." And to an extent, as like, do you? Do you think that celebrities have an obligation to step in and say, guys, calm it down? Or, like, how do you think that rolls? Like, let them do what they want? Or do you think the celebrities aren't, like, you? They have to step in. Yeah. They have to step in and say something. Because, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to, No, so it's like, (laughs) you know, if, let's say you're, like, the president, right? Your nation is going crazy trying to attack this other country. Mm -hmm. You got to step in and say something, you know? Like... Um, like if your country is being attacked, you have to be the the person to like, you know, if you represent this, you know, you have to be able to step in and, you know, calm uh, the, the storm. You know, if not, it's going to get worse and worse and yeah. worse. It's going it's like a hurricane. It'll like, you know, get bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. But if you calm it down, you know, it's like, OK, guys, you know, these are the rules. Try to defuse Relax. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's my opinion. Say, um, I know, you know, I know they're very busy. You know, they have a lot of stuff going on. So a lot of the times they're not. um I guess up to date with their fan base oh, and right, what they're yeah. doing but I feel like once it gets to um, like Beyonce I think there was one time I don't remember what happened but they were wishing like death on this lady oh, so her her um, her people I don't know who like, oh you're talking about the basketball game oh yeah yeah that's what Woo! it was um, oh, what happened? her yeah. people had posted you know like guys you, you need to kind of calm down mm-hmm. I feel like it should have been Beyonce herself yeah. to post something cause I mean they're really doing it for her yeah. so when it gets to you know that magnitude I feel like yeah me as a celebrity I'd be like okay guys I know you know yeah you need to calm down a little bit. Right, like, <laughs> I, and I think when you have the status caliber of a Beyonce, they need to hear from you because yeah. being a celebrity now is very interesting too because like you have your own community and I think we said this again last week, but like it's not like back in the day where, and back in the day is just like 12, 13 years ago, like the early 2000s where if you have beef, you go on TRL, you talk about it mm-hmm. and then that's it. But now beefs can go on for so long or situations and then people bring in receipts and then yeah social you, media yeah like the audiences are so louder like they're louder than ever now because of social media so things they can 
is like get, momentum, like yeah. the snowball effect. You they know, control. it starts so small, but the fans will make it so big to the point of impact where it's just like yeah. something might happen. Yeah, you know, like it's it's big, it's big. They control the narrative. Yep. Basically, they can make anything trend on Twitter if they get if they band together. Like I think Lizzo was over party was trending just because she took credit for good as hell coming in the top ten, and she didn't thank Ariana for it because you, there's a remix with Ariana. And whatnot. Oh, okay. So pe- she was like three years later, and you know, we're in the number ten something. And then her fans or someone, I think the K-pop group. K-pop is very intense. And I heard on the in the Twitter world, K-pop comes after any musician, wow. and just so just to promote their favorite K-pop band, which whether it's Blackpink or I don't know BTS. BT- yeah, that's the one I, I really know. I I've heard of Blackpink. I guess they're coming up or something like that. Yeah, their girl group. I think. There were the highest grossing. Don't quote me on that. They're the highest grossing. I'm gonna see if you have any music from them. They're the highest grossing uh, female group this year. People love them, and not to downplay on people who love them, but um, it's just interesting to me how they're huge. It's very intense, especially. And China is a huge country, and Asia in general, or not China, Korea, but Asia in general. So I feel like any successful group out there is going to just be massive because they they hold a lot of the world population in that continent. So kudos to that actually. I mean, we love hip hop the same way. I just feel like it's um it's different cuz we have like that um you know, we were raised in that culture. You know, they was raised in like that like right. their culture. So I just feel like as much as we love hip hop, you know, if somebody mm. from another culture talks about our hip hop, we're like, yeah, all right. That's <laughs> you know? true. Yeah. Like the whole thing with um where where is it that they uh that they be rapping as well? Um, it's like in the UK, I think, or England. You know, in the UK. In the UK, yeah, like they be rapping, and you know, on YouTube, I be yeah. seeing that they be like, yeah, you know, American yeah, right. hip hop, and then our hip mm-hmm. or their hip hop is like, you know, um, everybody cares about their culture. I feel like so, you know, if anybody comes at their culture, they're gonna you know clap back. I feel like that makes a lot of sense too, and I feel like. The reason why K-pop seems more intense is because there's just a lot more of them. Yeah, <laughs> there's just a lot more of them than mm-hmm. than us. And not meaning they're not enough hip-hop fans. I'm just just in general, they're just, just a lot population. of pop. Yeah, there's just a right. huge population. So I think that's why they sound louder. I get it. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we're gonna do a little bit of buzz breakdown. Stay tuned. WHIP, Philly's number one college radio station. We are back. You are listening to In Demand only on WHIP. Where can they call us in, Jennifer? They can call in at 215-204-WHIP. Yes, and this is Philly's number one college radio station. I heard that we're not, technically we're not allowed to say that or we're not entitled to say we're the number one college radio station. There's something about that. We're number one in their hearts. Um, yeah, we're number one in your hearts. Um, thank you for tuning in. So we're going to get into a little bit of a buzz breakdown. I want to talk about Chris Brown. Um, he posted his address, and he had a yard sale. So people showed up, showed out. There was lines for, like, blocks and blocks. And they came in, and he he had a whole thing. And it kind of went viral. I saw it on the Shade Room. Was the money for him or, like... Charity, really? For for, oh, that's charity. Awesome. So people came in. Uh, so I'm pulling this off from the Washington Post, and they said it wasn't immediately clear why Brown had made the decision, but now we know why. Utterly, 
utterly normal for the average person, highly abnormal for a celebrity to sell all of his stuff in front of his yard. Was he in need of cash practicing the KonMari method of dumping your things that no longer bring him joy? Hard to say publicist for the musician, a Virginia native who shot a fame as a teenager was subsequent, subsequently uh, produced a stream of chart toppers despite legal issues, including 2009, 2009's domestic violence arrest, did not immediately respond to the inquiries from the Washington Post. Brown has donated a portion of the proceeds to nonprofits he supports. So only portions were supported, actually. Oh, hmm. okay. But I these mean, videos were I don't think he needs cash. Unless, because I don't know him personally, so, mm. you know, I just feel like, you know, he just had a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, so just sell all of it and then, you know. Yeah, financially he's fine. I think this is also, like, a little public stunt, you know, because oh, you hear, like, you know, it's just get your name out there for a little bit and it's positive. So it's not like right. there's anything wrong with that. He posts his address and now people are going to talk to him, talk about him for, like, a week or two. And it's right. good stuff, you know. Proceeds are going to charity. People are lined up to buy his clothes, which I'm pretty sure I made a lot of money. And I wonder, like, would you go? Like, let's say if yes. we lived in L.A. or if Chris Brown lived here in Philly, would you actually show up? Okay, would you show like, up to your favorite celebrity's house? Yeah, <laughs> yes. That's, I would of, go. Yes, show. definitely. I don't even have to buy anything. Oh, that's what I would I do. Would. I would probably just go. <laughs> How yeah. you doing, Chris Brown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did and made an appearance, too. I, I don't think he was there the whole time, but no, he stopped he by. No, he made an appearance, yeah. Stepped out. But people were like, you can go into his closet. Yeah, Trey Songz was there. He took a picture oh, really? with him. Yeah. That's awesome. It was a little controversial because um, he ha- his house has been broken into before. Yeah. It's <laughs> so for him to, um, you know, just, hey, guys. Guys, this is my address to my home. Come on in. It's yeah, like, oh, it's a little, it's a little <laughs> spontaneous for him. He just literally just did. I wonder if his publicist knew about it. And it's like, yo, Chris, like, right, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, is this cool? Come on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but can you imagine buying something from his house? Like, he probably has Balenciaga, like all them like crazy yeah. designers. I like, how much? Like, it was. And he has that clothing too, yeah. right? Like, black yeah, Black Pyramid. Yeah. So you know, all that stuff is gonna go for sale. If I was there, look, eBay, I'll make a quick flip. Amazon. <laughs> like, I opened up my own Chris Brown boutique and be like, listen, like, this hey. is everything I got. <laughs> Assuming I got it at a good price. Uh, yeah, but let's quickly move on. Uh, close about it. We're about to uh, close out, but I wanna. I can't end the show without talking about Tyler Perry. So he's killing the game right now. And if you don't know, Tyler Perry Studios is open for business and it's one of the biggest studios out there right now 330 acres he has brought that's crazy and i think it was like a military base yeah um it includes the white house um well obviously like a fox yeah um yeah and also a commercial like uh uh, like an airline type like an airport wow it has that also has like different type of um like like weather scenarios and like forests, um, like a beach and stuff, like That's different so types cool. of scenarios. Yeah, um, I think there's a hospital. He's building a restaurant. There's a video on YouTube of him giving an actual tour of the entire I um, studio. Do like, I mean, I don't know if he'll make a profit. Like you know, like touring it. Like oh, he's opening can it up. Buy tickets. To Someone tour. commented on the go. Twitter on Instagram and he said real soon that they're opening it because I think stu- movie studios do that anyway. Oh, okay. Like you can visit or whatever. I don't think they're done yet, but he said we're going to get details on that soon. But that's dope. So it's making headlines because it's, uh, this year they're going to host the Miss Universe pageant at the place. And I think it's cool. It's dope that 
someone black owns one of the biggest movie studios in the world, if not the biggest That's studio. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So inspiring. So and if inspiring. you didn't know, Black Panther was shot there. Instant Family with Mark Wahlberg was shot there. And the, the new Dead. Bad Boy. Oh, Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. It's yeah. crazy. A couple shows. So these aren't even Tyler Perry films because I'm not even a fan of his movies all like that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's given this platform for people to just collaborate and like he's making so much money. like, And that he made each lot um, a famous person that he admires so there's like an open Winfrey building there's oh, a Holly wow. Berry building and it's really cool Bad Boys is filming there the new one I'm hoping that's a good movie mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to America that's also being shot there the reboot come yeah they took a picture all of them together I thought that's, that was yeah, legendary that's legendary that's yes. Martin Lawrence uh, Will Smith like the whole everyone and I think Tr- Tracy Morgan he like popped in for a little bit so I don't know what he was doing there mm. but like when the four guys I would just be there yeah. I would just be just there hang out. Yeah, um, hey guys I'm just gonna camp out right here I would love to know Tyler <laughs> Get a Perry a cheese and crackers I'm pretty <laughs> sure like a whole town of people can actually live there that's how big it is like, oh, shoot, that's like it's own city amazing yeah, it has like five different styles. Like they have like you know how we have that like New England uh, look, yeah, like the England look or whatever. Um, also like I don't know how to describe it. You know how it's like different type of scenarios and stuff. Right. Like, yeah, he has that like five different types. I think it was. That is so dope. Like beach houses and stuff. With That's that said, cool. guys, we've concluded our show. Wow. This was it went by so <laughs> fast. Like, I know. I <laughs> feel like. Been here I said two minutes. sentences. He was like, "Okay, that's it, guys." <laughs> How you guys doing? It goes okay, by go really by. fast, but yeah, guys, if you want to hear more of us, that we're getting a podcast, we're getting it started, and we have online content. So follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. Like we're gonna have things going on and popping. So please follow us on all this stuff. There's gonna be way more content than just the hour you get with us on air. We go beyond just one hour on Sundays at noon so with that said thank you we're gonna leave you off with this throwback it's bye 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 unsync you know that's that's classic, a classic yeah. yeah you can't so and as we're saying bye we're gonna leave yeah. you bye with bye, bye 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 guys. bye <laughs> so, <laughs> this is john this is jennifer and this is miguel and you were tuned in with in demand only on whip philly's number one college radio station maya we miss you can't wait to have you back next week we had your back today girl yeah she definitely (laughs) yeah they came through and we'll see you next week and you know what guys you're open to come back anytime you want you guys were great hosts this is great yeah so we have a show coming on right after us and i'm pretty sure it's really dope so don't leave whip there's a lot of dope stuff stay here chill sunday stay here yeah it's a very chill sunday and i'm pretty sure you guys aren't doing anything so we're cleaning the house while listening to yes bump it up peace and love all right bye bye guys